But speaking of community days, since we've last spoken, the two of us and you, dear listener, there's been some news that's come out. Well, yeah, it, it came out. It came out in on Japan's Twitter, and then it went away, and then it came out for everybody. <laughs> so, oh, uh, we love it. We love to see it. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Does the upcoming Community Day Toga tick the right boxes for trainers? Ditto abounds in the transformative Let's Go event happening right now. Even shadows get their time to shine, starting with this Team Go Rocket takeover. Lightning never strikes the same place twice, unless you're a five-star raid. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to the GoCast podcast, episode 229. It's March 21st, yet another Tuesday evening. I'm your host, Chris, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Kyle. Hiya. Hey, Kyle, how you doing this week? Doing okay. Doing okay. Doing okay. Well, that's you're definitely doing better than the goals I had set from last week. Let me tell you. <laughs> I'm, I'm very, oh, well. very, very embarrassed. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I prepped you ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. so, anyway, before we get started for real, a big, big shout out to our patron supporters. Thank you very, very much for your support of the show. Uh, we hope you enjoy the discord and all the good stuff that comes with being a patron of ours. More about Patreon and patronage at the end of the show. All right. So cats out of the bag. I'm a little embarrassed about my goals. I said, <laughs> but that doesn't mean I still can't make you go first, Kyle. So yeah. <laughs> uh, how about mega progress? Have you been working on that? Yep. Very slowly. It's working. I'm not like, pouring all the mega energy into getting them every single day because i don't have that much mega energy if we're being honest here so okay. yeah. it's gonna happen at some point they're they're gonna be level three okay uh, how how far away are you do you think oh i mean most of them are like either they just hit level two or they are part way into level three towards okay. level three all right all right hey what about buddy progress yes not, not as much as i would like but still several days worth. I need more poffins, man. They don't give me any more of the poffin tasks for scans. It's not okay. Hey, you know what, man? Like when I did the, when I did the six Reggie Drago raids, which again, I count myself very lucky. (laughs) uh, They gave me poffins. I got like five poffins from those raids. Oh my God. That was pretty cool. So Reggie lucky rolls around. Maybe if you're free. No. No, no, no. Gonna stay. pull my car through through your window and be like, come on, let's go. No, stick into my guns. I'm not doing Regilecki either. What you gotta do is you have to forget that it's an elite raid and be like, I'm doing this for poffins. And then it's fine. Well, then you it's- know, if I show up at the EX gyms in my neighborhood, no one's gonna be there. Yeah. Like I don't know where they all go because I know people play around here, but you come out to Woodstock by me. We had full <laughs> groups, man, you know? <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, buddy progress. Good, good stuff. Uh, and it was Slowpoke Community Day this past weekend. And so your goal was six shinies. Did you manage that? I did. I got 12. 12. Whoa. Yeah. Just a casual double of your goal. <laughs> nice. 25 GBL matches. 
No, that that didn't happen. Just because so. you forgot? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I put it off a few days, and then I just didn't do it. Yeah. Like, some of it was intentional, and then others was like, oh, it didn't happen today. Oops. And then I sat down to do it today, and I was like, now I have to figure out a different team to do because it's Psychic Cup slash Ultra League. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I'm not going to grind all of this before the episode. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to ask. was like, what, what about your win rate? You had a pretty impressive win rate before. It, did the cup change influence that at all? I know you didn't do 25 mm-hmm. matches. but No, I mean, it didn't. It didn't. Uh, I didn't do any of the any of the Psychic Cup. So <laughs> Okay, none of it. Okay. Gotcha. I was going to. And then I'm like, you know what? I don't actually have like the time to sort through what I can make for a workable team right now. Mm-hmm. So maybe yeah. this week you just got to send Fisher DeFi a text and be like, look, <laughs> I did. I did for my, GBL, oh. my, my uh, great league team. I was like, Hey fish, what do I use? <laughs> I want to <laughs> use Stunfisk. That's, uh-huh. that's where my, that's my starting point. And then we landed on. That's my starting Stunfisk. point. I, yeah. <laughs> I love that you have, you built around an anchor, but it's not because it's, it's necessarily relevant, but because you put a lot of effort into yeah, it. I, I like stun. I like Stunfisk. It's fun to use. The fact that it's also very good is, is actually happenstance in this instance. Absolutely. Just like when we talk about raiding with Gengar, and you're like, oh, yet again, my faves at the top of DPS. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, what about 1 million experience? That was your last goal for this last week. I did. I think I did like 1.8, which is pretty good because I did not grind very hard for the uh, community today. Okay. <laughs> Excellent cool. throws were are very easy on Slowpoke. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, I think I walked away with just because I don't have a million or, or I don't have an XP goal set. I'm pretty sure I walked away with like over two and I didn't do friendships that day. Yeah, so. and see, you you know it's easy because I'm saying it's easy to get the excellent throws. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I forgot to ask you, what was your shiny split with, with your six shinies? Was it three and three or two and four or well, I mean I got I got twelve shinies. But, oh, that's uh, right. Sorry. I got four canto. And eight Galarian. That's nuts. That's kind, I'm slightly annoyed by it, but it could have been worse. I ended up getting several uh, Canto slowpoke towards the end, so it helped balance a little bit. Awesome, awesome. Well, that is one, two, three, four. That's four out of five. Good for you. Nice yeah. work. Uh, for myself, primal progress. Uh, yeah, I'm like three days away with oh, man. with Groudon. Buddy progress. Yes. That that Groudon is now a best buddy. So I've got him, you know, maxed out and primal and best friended. And three days he'll be done, is done, is done zoed, right? And then uh 20 shiny slowpoke. I was one short of doubling my shiny goal as well, just like Kyle. Um, I caught 39. I caught Jeez. 19 Alolan or Galarian, sorry, and 20 Cantonian. It was a even split. Which makes the fact that I couldn't right. get one more Galarian to make it 2020 that much more right. painful. By even split, you mean you got 50% more Galarian than Cantonian. No, I didn't. You said you got 10 Cantonian and 19. No, ni- 19 and 20. I got 39 total. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said you had 29. Okay. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, so yep. Really well, close. I guess I got really unlucky. Jeez. Yeah, because you messaged me and you're like, is it, there's been like a, a heavy split one way or the other for you. I'm like, I think so. Early on, I definitely did have kind of a lean, but 
Yeah, I don't I don't know. And then step three of the masterwork research or right before this is the one where you had to get a buddy heart with your Pokemon every day. <laughs> and uh, one, of, one of the yeah, for two weeks, one of the nights, I think it was on the eighth day, their ninth day, I had done it at midnight the day before and then forgot <laughs> to, to check uh, and lost my progress. So I, I sent a screenshot to Kyle and, and tagged it as I'm a failure. That's how <laughs> I felt. That's how I currently still feel. Bummer and a half. But we're back in the saddle. I think I've like four days in now, whatever the case is. So, boy, vey, man, that that hurt. But apparently, according to Twitter, I'm not alone. So <laughs> lots of people dropping the Pokeball on that one for sure. But anyway, um, I think Kyle, technically you win because you had more wins than I did. You had four <laughs> and I had three. So good for you. Uh, but let's just, let's just hop into the news. We can talk a little bit more about Slowpoke community day and the community day for April. Yo, what up? It's the news. All right. So Slowpoke community day, we did talk about our experience a little bit with our shiny counts and things like that. Kyle seemed to have a very strange spread of, of shinies where it leaned one way or the other. So how do we feel about spawn density in general, the, the experience of playing the day Did the bonus go well with the Pokemon, et cetera. Kyle, let's start with, with your thoughts. I'd like to hear um, one. I have a follow-up question actually I wanted to start with was, so okay. your shinies were four and eight, right? Yeah. But was that what you were seeing in the wild or was it an even split in the wild? No, that that was pretty on par with what I was seeing. I had significantly more Galarian encounters than Cantonian for the day. Okay. It was it was noticeable enough for me that I was like, huh. And that I was clicking every single Canto as it popped up because I'm like, I need that. I need that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it, it stood out. It stood out to me as obvious, personally. Okay. So how was your experience outside of that? Because I definitely didn't see that. I, I saw kind of an even split, which is reflected in my shiny count, I suppose, as well. So that's odd to me. That's weird. Yeah. But the, I the mean, density was, was yeah. what for you? Yeah. Otherwise, the spawns were fine. Okay. Uh, it was cold outside, so I was playing in my car, which I don't particularly enjoy. So I didn't have the greatest experience overall, but... It was good. I, I wish it had been the community day for April. I'm not going to lie. So I could have been outside playing harder, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, it was a pretty solid community day, except for the weather for us, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, it was. I think the coldest day in like two weeks that we yeah, had. It was, it was starting to warm up and then bam, 18 degrees outside. And it was really windy. Yeah. Yeah, it was really windy. There were a few people, intrepid players in our community that were walking around the park that I was in. Um, and they were like walking backwards so that they wouldn't yeah. get wind in their face. It was it was awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I think the event was pretty good. The XP bonus was a great pairing with Slowpoke. You know, like we were saying, easy, excellent throw. So it's great to see that. Uh, and I think in particular, the change that they made so that you could up until 10 p.m., which is the extended time period for the event, right? Uh, that you could catch psychic type Pokemon instead of poison to get your Galarian evolutions. Yeah, that was I thought nice. That very nice touch. So, so good, good on you, Niantic, for that for sure. But speaking of community days, since we've last spoken, the two of us and you, dear listener, there's been some news that's come out 
Well, yeah, it, it came out. It came out in on Japan's Twitter, and then it went away, <laughs> and then it came out for everybody. <laughs> so, oh, geez. Uh, we love it. We love to see it. Uh, but uh, it's yeah, the announcement for April's Community Day Pokemon, which is unfortunately not Slowpoke again for Kyle, so that he could enjoy the nicer weather. Although I think you probably would be like, no, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's yeah, something no, else. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. I just yeah. wish it had been. <laughs> oh well. Well, let's see if this one's any better for you. Trainers, we're excited to announce that Togetic, the happiness Pokemon, will be featured during April Community Day. When will this be? It'll be Saturday, April 15th from 2 to 5 p.m. local time. The featured attack, if you evolve your Togetic into a Togekiss, it will know the charged attack Aura Sphere, which is a fighting type move. In trainer battles, it does 100 damage, and in gyms or raids, it does 90 uh, or sorry, it has 90 power, not damage. It's kind of a strange move choice. I think we'll we'll talk about use cases when we go over this event uh, in just a second here. Community Day special research story, spreading cheer. Love that it doesn't say field notes on there, so you know we're yeah. not getting, we're not getting re. Uh, it's gonna be available for you know one dollar US or the equivalent price in tier in your country. And the tickets will be giftable as always, of course. The event bonuses for this time around are two times candy for catching Pokemon, two times chance for trainers level 31 and up to receive Candy XL, lure modules, and incense activated during the event will last for three hours. There will be a few chances for snapshots for a surprise. Uh, one additional special trade can be made for a maximum of two for the day. Trades made during the event and up to five hours afterward will require 50% less Stardust. Quarter hatch distance when eggs are placed in incubators during the event period. And that's like the flagship rotating bonus, right? Like we had XP last time. This time it's quarter hatch distance with eggs. And uh, Togepi has a chance of hatching from two kilometer eggs obtained during the April community day hours from two to five. So not the extended period from two to five. Togepi that hatch from these eggs will have the same chance of appearing as a shiny Pokemon as Togetic that appear during April Community Day's three-hour event period. Now, we had something similar to this happen relatively recently. This is with the the fighting event. We had uh, the Lees. Oh, sorry, we had Hitmon Lee, the Hitmons. We had Hitmon Lee and Hitmon Chan <laughs> in the wild. Hitmon Top from from field research tasks, and all of those had boosted shiny rights. Sort of. Yeah, yeah, more more than base. Yes. And Tyrogue was getting the same treatment in two kilometer eggs, but they did not boost its shiny rate. This is not the case for Togepi. It will have a boosted shiny rate. So just want to call that out. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. Thank you for the clarification. Instead of making us just sweat for like a week and a half, being like, what's it going to be? <laughs> How is this going to work? Bonus raid battles after community day. You know the drill by now. After the three hour community day event ends, Togetic will hatch in four star uh raids and you can take that down and then more togetic will spawn around that gym in a radius of was it 30 meters something like that uh no it's a it's a big radius it's a it's a big radius yeah i think i, I think it's a 30 now. minute 30 meter radius i think so it's like yeah. a 60 meter thing. something like that around the gym it's gonna that. influence spawns and togetic are gonna pop up and they will also have the increased shiny chance as per usual Timed research focused on Togetic will be available from two to five complete tasks related to catching Pokemon to receive up to five Sinnoh stones, which is what you're going to need in order to get to, to Togekiss from Togetic. So keep that in mind. Field research, April Community Day themed field research will be available. 
Catch Togetic to earn rewards such as Stardust, Ultra Balls, and more. And then there's going to be stickers. Probably cute stickers. Togepi is a great Pokemon and adorable. People love it. So it lends itself to great sticker design. <laughs> They'll be in uh, Pokestops when we spin them from opening gifts. And you can also buy them, if you so choose, from the in-game shop. All right. There's actually like two or three things to dig in, in here, um, into here. So I would like to first visit Aura Sphere as a choice for charged attack. What's the yeah. use case for this? Is it really just rock because Togekiss is flying? I mean, Aura Sphere is great. Don't get me wrong. It is a very good move. Yeah, definitely. It is a Shadow Ball clone in PvP. So it's, that's good. The problem is that Togekiss is a charm user. So it doesn't generate a whole lot of energy. It's all about that fast move. Right. I don't I don't know. I don't think it has a lot of use from what I've seen. I think one point that was brought up was if you get to an aura sphere against the Dialga, that can be oh, good, but like yeah, yeah. Dialga gets to Ion Head first, so it doesn't really matter. But maybe if you have an energy lead you're able to work something. I don't, I don't know if that's worth it, but that's a, a niche scenario that could happen. Yeah. The only other things I, I can see would be against rock types and ice types, because those would be super effective against your flying subtype. Right. Yeah. But I mean, so, it, it, the, I, the primary use case has got to be against steel type when you don't have the option to switch out. Yeah. I believe that's 100% correct. Yeah. The, but it's not good enough. But <laughs> I mean, and of course, it, it, this has no use in PVE. It should go without saying. But yeah, I mean, unless you're unless you're going to bring it to Dialga raids as like a dedicated thing, and you're dodging Iron Heads, right? Yeah, but like no, because even then, because Dialga takes neutral damage from the charm, so you'd be better off just bringing a Machamp instead. Yeah, or a Lucario, of course. But yeah. it's nice to see other Pokemon getting Aura Sphere because Aura Sphere is uh, well really good and basically only lucario has it right now and there's a handful of pokemon that can get it that could be good in the future so Didn't it used to be lucario's signature move it was his signature move when he came out but i don't think he was the only one that got it yeah it's not okay. like widely available but it is available all right well let's so that's an interesting very interesting charge move choice. Uh, but yeah, I, I guess there are some some pretty obvious uses for it. But I guess we'll see overall. Like this would have benefit a lot more from getting like fairy wind and stuff I, like that. I know it's a charm user, but. I actually, you know. I saw a discussion about that. And the problem with fairy wind is that fairy wind is a, uh, it generates energy, obviously, versus mm -hmm. charm, which does all the damage. And Togekiss has bad charge moves. So. But you're telling me flamethrower is bad. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you're right. <laughs> so, like, it, it, I don't know what its moveset is, but it probably would have benefited something with better coverage than just a nuke. So, I don't, I don't know what those options look like right now, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I feel like that would be what you need. But Togekiss is already pretty good. Like, it, it has some pretty good uses as far as I've seen. Yeah. Again, no, Togekiss maybe. is good. It's very tanky. It's very good in PvP as is. So, yeah, it's great. And uh, we're, we're not super knowledgeable on this one. So we're just throwing that out there. But unfortunately, there's no PVE to talk about with this one. 
No, no. Um, but you know, it does deal a lot of damage, fairy damage. So when it, you know, sometimes it pops up as a recommendation in my raid teams. Yeah, I mean, Togekiss with charm and dazzling gleam, I think yeah. is what it gets, is fine. It's not as good as Gardevoir. It's not as good as Granbull, but it's still good if you're using a fairy type. But for those of us that don't consider Granbull even an option. <laughs> You know, anyway. <laughs> uh, all right. So Togepi hatching from two kilometer eggs with an increased shiny chance. Uh, how how increased do you think it's going to be? Do you think it's going to be bananas? Or do you think it's just going to be just match? I mean, it does say same well, they chance said as same. appearing. Yeah. That is one in 25. That's pretty. Um, that's pretty good. That's really high. That's yeah. crazy. I'm not going to lie. I missed this reading the, the text. I missed it completely. This is great it's fantastic yeah i'll hatch eggs it's i don't need the togepi but it's good (laughs) i mean plus it's two kilometer eggs it's not a big ask you know you can throw those in a free incubator and still chug through like nine in an hour if you're really walking you know it's not a big deal yeah so it's good i'm so glad they said something so that's the biggest win here because in the past this would have still happened and they just wouldn't have told anybody so less people would have hatch eggs Yes, and it's in their best interest to let us know so that people will buy incubators and stuff. Hey, yeah, exactly. If you hadn't yeah. told me this, I wouldn't have had decks. Yeah, yeah. So it was it. it was listed under just a bonus, like everything else. Yeah. I'm surprised it wasn't added as like a sub called out item or something? or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But there's a bonus uh, to that for me because I was already going to hatch eggs, so that's great. Oh yeah, plus it's quarter. So even in your free incubator, it's going to be half a kilometer. Point five. So. Yeah, you know Chris is going to be putting those in oh, his super, so it's going to be 0.33 or whatever. No, 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 no. I, I'm not going to. And you want to know why? Because you I've have like 40. 40 reg- yeah. I have like 50 <laughs> I, regular ones. I have like 20 regular ones. So I'm really <laughs> hoping for some nice, nice weather for April. Yeah, this will be great. Um, is there anything else about this that you want to call out? Those were like the two that really no. jumped out to me. Uh, Togetic in four-star raids, you won't be able to solo that. There's no mm. way based on trends and stuff like when we had Zvilus. It's a stage two evolution, so don't bring more than one person. Yeah, and Zvilus was only a conversation point because it was four times to something. Yep. And Togetic is not. So Yeah. Yeah. So good luck on that community day. I mean, of course, we'll talk about it prior because this is a couple of weeks out still, a few weeks out rather, so uh, we'll come back to it. But... In advance, if for some reason you stop listening to podcasts, which how could you? Um, good luck. <laughs> uh, and that's sadly it for the news. Not a whole lot of stuff happening in the news department this week. So we're going to pass it on over to, well, you, Kyle, for Gear Up. This week on Gear Up, we're going to do just a quick raiding guide. We have a couple of weeks of raids. We actually had several weeks weeks of raids that have been less than stellar let's say uh but we've got thunderous in raids right now and lugia will be taking over next tuesday and all i can say is if you haven't been doing a lot of raids that gentlemen and gentlewomen prepare your rocks because <laughs> it's 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 been rocks for the last like four weeks not even it's always been rocks we had ho and then i don't even remember what we had before ho but throwing rocks a big window it was weak to yeah. rocks, whatever. Uh, in order of effectiveness, not 
counting Megas and Shadows. Rampardos, Rhyperior, Tyrantrum, Terrakian, Gigalith, Tyranitar for rock type. And then just an aside, because Tyrantrum is new to this list. Yeah. And it it called me out when I saw it. I'm like, wait, hang on. Tyrantrum got Meteor Beam last season. And oh. Meteor Beam is the move they gave Gigalith for its community day. And Tyrantrum is now like top seven DPS for rock type wow. when you don't count shadows and megas. It's okay. very good. It's, it's, it's TDO is not amazing, but it's 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 good. It's time to start caring about that Pokemon. Again. Yeah. Apparently. OK, I saw it above Terrakian. and I'm like, wait, does it get Meteor Beam? Is this an error? No, I looked it up, sure, asked them the Discord because apparently I don't actually have a Tyrantrum. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna check mine. I'm sorry. Keep going. Yeah, I was I was just very confused. I was like, wait, why don't I have one? I must have <laughs> transferred them and just not evolved one at the time. I don't know. Yeah, I mean you you really like Tyrantrum, so yeah, I don't I swore I had one somewhere. Oh well, we'll we'll get more. Uh some other good uses. Ice type. It's going to be good secondary. Mamoswine, Galarian, Darmanitan, and Weavile. Weavile is a nice budget option if you don't have a full suite of Mamoswine. Mm-hmm. And of course, when Lugia shows up next week, he can be beaten up by a smattering of dark and ghost types. You know, Hydreigon, Darkrai, Gengar, Giratina, Chandelure. Really, if it's dark or it's ghost type, you can probably throw it at Lugia and you'll be okay. Shadow Ball Mewtwo? Yeah, I mean, it should be fine, honestly. Or you could go pick up your rocks and throw them again. Yeah, you could. Just just keep chucking the rocks. Don't even change your raid teams. It'll be fine. Yep. Although the ghost and dark types do tend to have higher DPS than rock types overall, I think. Yeah. So it might be worth it to use those. But, but you you're not going to have a bad time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really it. We're keeping it real simple this week. There's not a whole lot of interesting stuff to talk about. We already went through and kind of tore down Togetic. So, yeah. Oh, one thing to mention then about Togetic. It is a second stage evolution, technically. It is the only baby with a second stage evolution that spawns in the wild like this. It's worth 300 Stardust when you catch it. So that means use a star piece for community day. We'll remind you again when it's closer. You bet. So it's kind of like a double bonus sort of. It is. It's day. basically like you get three times Stardust and quarter egg hatch distance. Well, it's not bad. That's not bad. And you're going to be getting Stardust from those egg hatches. So the star piece oh will God. stack. Yeah, but they're 2K. It's like 700 Stardust. Yeah, but when you're hatching nine of them at once, you're like, oh, wow. Look, not everybody has that... 50 regular incubators <laughs> to hatch nine eggs at once. I don't know anybody that has 50 regular. Wait a minute. Yep. <laughs> Right. Well, thank you for the short raid guide. You know, it's not our fault that it's short this week. There's not a whole lot to say about Thunderous and Lugia. It's kind of rote at this point in time. You know, yeah. we're not unfamiliar, uh, but I, I do have to express my excitement for Lugia. I love Lugia as a Pokemon, so I'm excited to raid some more. I have yet to catch a Hondo. So I, w- I wish Lugia was better in Go. That's right. Lugia and Ho need some love in Go like real bad. They both got those apex forms, but still. Well, yeah. Well, Ho-Oh was held back by fast moves, and Lugia is held back by defensive stats, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not Aeroblast++. I'll tell you what. Anyway. <laughs> 
uh, I guess we'll just move along then to Pokalore. And this week for Pokalore, we're going to be covering the ever topical Ditto, the transform Pokemon. Ditto, in its natural state, Ditto is a light purple or pink blob-like Pokemon with vestigial facial features. It is often referred to as amorphous, but has a relatively consistent appearance in official artwork, including two small nubs on its, quote, head, a few soft lumps at its base, and two pseudopod-like protrusions in place of arms. Really making me slow down my reading with these word choices. Vestigial and pseudopod-like protrusions. Let's go. (laughs) The face consists of beady eyes and a simple mouth, almost always pulled into a smile. Because Ditto is, canonically, an optimist. That's not in there. I, I put that in there. It is capable of transforming into an exact replica of any physical object or living creature, including its forms and abilities. Each ditto has its own strengths and weaknesses when it comes to transforming, being unable to remain transformed while laughing and getting details of its transformation wrong, if based on memory, being apparently universal. The anime TCG and some spin-off games have shown that, occasionally, ditto cannot change its face during transformation, a trait that has become synonymous with the species despite being incongruous with its de- depiction in core series games. <laughs> Who wrote this? Did a lawyer write this? Oh my gosh. Incongruous. <laughs> Love it. Uh, while its transformation ability allows it to get along with almost anything, it does not get along with its own kind. <laughs> How relatable. <laughs> Which it will quickly and generally fruitlessly attempt to transform into. <laughs> like that spider-man pointing at himself meme but just ditto Uh, it is shown to be able to transform into humans as well however it cannot mimic human speech it transforms into a rock when sleeping to avoid attack i didn't know that that's cool ditto is never far from civilization or people and is the only pokemon capable of using the metal powder and quick powder items its variety and and uh, sorry, its variety of unusual and often entirely unique traits set it apart from every other Pokemon. So, some stats here: max CP for a, an untransformed Ditto at level forty is eight thirty two, and at fifty it's nine forty. Uh, yeah, so not even XL for Great League. I'm just kidding. You can't use Ditto in PvP. 134 stamina, 91 defense, and 91 attack. Not great, but it doesn't matter because those change when it uses Transform, which, speaking of, its best move set is the only two moves that are available to it until it steals somebody else's moves, which is Transform with Struggle. <laughs> it's not Ditto's fault. It doesn't have another option. But no, yeah, I would ask Kyle if you have any love for Ditto, but I think it's mostly universal. Everybody's like Ditto. Ditto's a cool guy, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Ditto's like fun. Ditto. Yeah. I, it's, it's just fun. It's just kind of a weird, weird one. I do love that. It's always looks the exact same, even though it's supposed to be a blob of goo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like how they kind of wrote around that as a technicality that it's like pretty consistent in the official artwork. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fun bit. If you want to use Ditto in Go, there are a select few use cases, specifically raid bosses that are weak to themselves. So if you're raiding Mega Gengar, 
Ditto can be useful if you want to, just because you like Ditto, for example. So the interesting thing about this is that when it transforms, let's just use Gengar as an example, right? So it transforms into the Gengar and it'll steal its base stats, its move set, its appearance, all that good stuff. But it's the the Ditto's IVs will will persevere over whatever it's transforming into IVs. So if it's like a 10-10-10 Gengar and you have a 15-15-15 Ditto, you would actually transform into a better version of it. Yes, technically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's it's just a fun little bit for anybody who like just made the decision, hey, I want to use Ditto. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of another one off the top of my head, but I, I know they're out there. I mean, Zerua can also transform, right? Same well, no, I, I meant like what is weak to itself that is worth oh, gotcha. Ditto into. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But um yeah, no, Ditto's cool. And and there's like a big plushy line too with uh it's Pokemon with Ditto faces and they're always really great. I've got a Snorlax somewhere behind me on this wall. Um love it. Good, good stuff. <laughs> yeah, D- Ditto's makes good plushes for sure. One hundred percent. Plus it's an OG Pokemon, so already just big thumbs up. But yeah. uh that's it for Pokalore. We're moving into Pokepole. Last week's Pokepole was, what is the one Pokemon you insist on using for raids or PvP that isn't really viable and why? For responses from Applesauce Man, they said, hey, GoCast, Applesauce Man here. I will always use my shiny Politoed that I caught in Central Park for PvP. All right. Politoed's also really good, right? It has... Yeah. Weather has Ball. Weather, weather Ball, right? Weather Ball Span. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. In Ionic Cup, I ran a Shadow Politoed, and uh, while I did not do particularly well in that cup, that Politoed showed up to fight for sure. Yeah. Politoed put in work, but you you did not. I failed my Politoed, but make no mistake, it was not <laughs> the other way around. <laughs> Next one's from Bo, and they said, my buddy, just for the extra interaction. You know, that's fair. That's a, that's a good point. That's a good reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next one's from Ryan. They said, Saviper, it's my lead, and it's gotten me through so much. We need more love for snake Pokemon all around. I agree. I agree. I feel, you know, sna- snakes are stepwise from bugs in my brain. What's in a, a weird way? another snake Pokemon that's been more recent? Like, than Saviper? Like there's Ekans. Ekans in our box. Saviper. You know, um... I can't. Th- I feel like there was one in, in like, not Dunsparce, in like Gen Seven or Eight. Well, Sviper would be newer than Dunsparce, anyways. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of any at this point. Are we both googling this? Shh. Oh yes, Sandy Cobra. Yeah, Sandy Cobra. Sandy Cobra. <laughs> and technically, Dragonair also Sviper Zygarde. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so Zygarde in some forms, I guess. Counts. Oh, Onyx. Onyx is the yeah. rock snake Pokemon. I, I don't count Onyx. I don't but count it's, Onyx. it's the rock snake Pokemon. Yeah, but it's the rock snake. It's not. No, it doesn't count. I <laughs> like. Uh, Dunsparce is also on this list. <laughs> yeah, I like uh, Sand, Sandaconda, right? That's the name. Yeah, Sandaconda and Silicobra. I, I am a fan. It's very strange. So, yeah. Yep. Giratine Ah, technically snake-like as well. I mean, no, this is a dragon, though. Gorbis. 
It's like saying that Gyarados is snake-like. Yeah, I think on this list, I'm probably going to get... Oh, it is, yeah. It is on this. Yeah. Yeah, I had a feeling. Nah. These are just tube-shaped Pokemon at this point in time. Yeah, (laughs) no. Okay, so... Uh, number one was Arbok on this list. Great. Of, of course. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I think Sandaconda. Okay, anyway, Sandaconda, much love for the snake Pokemon. Do oh, like yeah. it. Next one's from Taco Dog 8. They said, Jolteon for water legendary raids. I refuse to leave it on the bench at raids because it's one of the very first Pokemon I powered up all the way to 40. Nice. I feel like a lot of people have that one Pokemon that's that's all the way up there, and they're like, I can't get rid of it. Yeah. Gotta yeah. keep it. I've got a slacking up there that I just have slowly pushed down because I've been powering up other Pokemon, but I made the commitment. Uh, I transferred both of my slackings. One was even a shiny. So I admire your resolve. <laughs> I, I was like, do. I'm tired of these being here. <laughs> All right. Next one's from Slips Slimely via an email. They said, Hi, Chris and Kyle. My name is Slips Slimely69. I won't be mad if you mispronounce it. But just to be clear, Slips Slimely is how it's said. Which is good because I would have read that as Slips Slimely. Slimely? Oh, okay. Yeah, like in the past, they were slipping slimily, you know? Oh, okay. So I'm glad I did it right the first time. Cool. You lucked out this time, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) Totally using this to humble brag, but I love to take my shiny sunglasses Blastoise. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of the costume Pokemon and Pokemon Go. They are a huge reason I'm still playing. So any chance I can get to use them for fun is one I take. My shiny sunglasses Blastoise has some history and that he was my first and only research task squirtle during the community day all those years ago. That is incredibly lucky. Congratulations. Really? I went on lunch break during the event and ran outside to snag a research and got extremely lucky landing my beautiful lad. He holds the honor of getting to be in all of my rocket battles, be my first best buddy, be my first max level mega and my first max level Pokemon. Anyway, sorry for a long email, lads. Just wanted to share on this one, Shiny Vibes All, and have a good one. Nice. That's a, that's a good one. I, I do still have a Squirtle with sunglasses. Well, Blastoise with sunglasses. And that's my Mega Blastoise. So it's not shiny, shiny? unfortunately. Oh, okay. It's not, no. But uh, it was. it's it's a very old Pokemon. And I'm like, this seems worth making a Mega. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's cool that you can even Mega in the, in yeah, the first place. It just doesn't keep the glasses, which I get. But- but, no, I don't get it. Don't settle for that. We deserve sunglasses. On I mean, we do Blastoise. deserve better, but I yeah, just like a whole visor, like just replace it with like a like a Daft Punk helmet. Just make that mega evolve as well. You know what I mean? <laughs> God. <laughs> Last emails from YouTube and it's from Arkham Patient. Hi, Ted. Hey, Ted. With Ultra League in GBL right now, I'm going to share my love of Armored Mewtwo. Dropped out of the top 100 in PV poke? I don't care. I'm going to continue to use my bulky size striker as a powerful closer, even if it doesn't fit the guillotine ah heavy meta. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Yeah. 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 I and, still don't think I have an armored Mewtwo. I'm pretty sure I've got a few, so I can I, remind me and I can trade. I you just one. it's it's one I forget about. I know so many people who probably have some that could trade me one. Yeah. I just like yeah. it's so out of the memory now. If should, you should, wait should too. If you wait too, too long, it will be the fat that somebody trims, though, sooner than later. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. It's OK. It's not going to it's not going to break my heart. Fair enough. You do already have Mewtwo, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, but that's good. Uh, Armor Mewtwo, 
fun for PvP, definitely. Although I, I didn't realize it was an Ultra League. I knew it had use in Great League with like Deoxys defense form, right? Yeah. I didn't know it had Ultra League use. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. For those at home, it has different base stats than than regular Mewtwo. It also has different moves. Too. Different moves. It has different fast moves specifically, I think. Yep. No, sorry, different charge moves specifically. It knows like it knows it knows a rock move that I can't remember which one it is. But. We'll have to do like a we'll have to do like it and gear up sometime, do like a, oh, these are forms of Pokemon that we had in the past that we don't have anymore, like special cases like that. Because there's, it's kind of a storied past at this point in time. We've had a bunch of events that have had exclusive Pokemon, you know. And I feel like that's the only one that has different stats, right? So it's it's very different. But it's not the only unique form we've seen and gone, right? Is it? Is it? I think, I think it's the only one that's never come back, though. Well, that and the clones, of course, but they never and have some stats. costumed Pikachu's and stuff like that oh, too. Okay. The clones, yeah, the clones, and the armor sure. Mewtwo are from the same event, though, aren't they? So yeah, yeah. Oh, we need that again. Bring that back. That'd it's never cool. gonna happen. But they, they could, they could leverage Hoopa and be like, "Look, Hoopa, no, open it's up not, this it's not because game. they can't write a story. It's because it was used to promote the movie." I know, I know. Okay, we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. <laughs> you smelled a semantic argument. And you're like, no, we don't have time for this. <laughs> so this week's Pokepoll is with the news that Shadow Pokemon from Grunts will continue to be shiny possible. Which shiny Shadow Pokemon will you be chasing after, and why? That Shadow shiny Pokemon is very like she sells seashells. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't know why the word possible at the end of that sentence just like made it very difficult for me to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. My answer is is kind of I think it's a cop out, but I it's it's still my answer because Shadow Sableye, shiny oh. Shadow Sableye. Yeah. It's been a grunt. It's been a leader Pokemon before, but now that it's in grunts and can be shiny, there's more opportunities, and so I would I would like a shadow shiny sable eye oh yeah 100 percent uh but which by the way we should clarify we're asking this question because since we last recorded niantic has confirmed that the the change to the grunt shinies is going to be permanent moving forward which is crazy it's insane yeah it, it makes that feature so much more interesting <laughs> yeah yeah it makes it, it much more compelling to, to do grunts for sure yeah. Uh, my answer is shiny shadow Charmander, and then of course into Charizard because that coloration with the smoke and the eye color and stuff would just be so cool. Yeah, so so yeah. cool. But uh, anyway, dear listener, if you have an answer to this week's Pokeball question, which is with the news that Shadow Pokemon from Grunts will continue to be shiny possible after the event this weekend, which shiny shadow Pokemon will you be chasing after and why it doesn't have to be because it's viable or good or meta. It could be an answer just like ours where we're just like, yeah, that wouldn't that be cool? Like that's good reason. <laughs> Completely fine. You can answer this question. When we post it on Twitter at GoCast podcast. You can also uh, answer it. If you're a patron in our patron discord, we have an entire channel made out for poke poll. You can answer on YouTube when we post this on there for the video version of the podcast. Yes, reminder, we do have a video version of the show available on YouTube and on Spotify if you're listening there. Speaking of Spotify, if you're listening on the Spotify app, you can answer the question in the Q&A segment. Um, There's a little section for community and stuff when you are looking at our episode and its information. 
And then you can also send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com and slash or leave a voicemail to 262-586-7717. And uh, on that note, we're not going to pass it on over to Fish and DeFi. This is so weird. I know it's only the second <laughs> time, but it's very strange. And we're going to go into a particular segment. Which segment is that again? It's time for emails. Oh, yeah. And a couple of voicemails this week as well. We're going to start with the voicemails. Um, hey, this is Cobra again. Um, so I'm answering the Poke poll from last week. What Pokemon do you insist on using in PvP, even though they may not be viable? Well, I only have a really short answer. Um, I can never really resist using Shinies in PvP, so basically any Shiny. And I don't have any that are, like, particularly good, so I just like flexing my Shinies on people, um, <laughs> even though they're mostly trash. Yeah. But I have a Shiny Umbreon, and I think Shiny Umbreon totally rules. Um, I also wanted to mention that last week you would said that you wondered if the square shiny effect was in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Uh, sadly, there are no shiny effects at all. No sparkles, no squares. This was a huge blow. I may never play Pokemon ever again because of this monstrosity. Just kidding. Sorry for the long voicemail and for the microphone quality. <laughs> shiny vibes from Cobra. See ya. Ah, uh, Cobra, your sun quality was fine. Don't worry about it. But I, okay, so they're not shiny in the overworld, but they do sparkle in some way yeah, when you there's, encounter there's them. Something. I, I don't think they use the the symbols though, is what Cobra's getting at. Yeah, it's not the same thing, especially not the same as Sword and Shield. Then, yeah, okay. Which is a shame. I did actually think that was a good idea, and I think it's something they could maybe keep playing with to yeah. to do but, with like rarity, make shinies a little more available, but different shinies can be better but do you remember how everybody lost their mind over trying to figure out what what the whole deal was with it yeah but that's just because the pokemon company is as bad at communicating as niantic is (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) i mean they also like just didn't start saying shiny in anything until like a few years ago yeah that's they're just as bad (laughs) yeah yeah fair enough fair enough uh, but thank you very much for the voicemail. We appreciate it, Cobra. Here's the next one. What's up, guys? I'm a big fan of GoCast. Um, I appreciate all the work you guys put into the show. I'm currently calling at 2.43 a.m. while watching your podcast on YouTube. Um, really like the last one you guys just nice. put out. If I had to make a new type, I would say gold type. I Don't, don't ask me about what it would be effective against or what... <laughs> would be effective against it but i do think gold type would just um kind of create a lane for a lot of gaudy really um extravagant looking pokemon you know something that would be just i don't know maybe maybe something in the egyptian kind of vein who knows all right guys well thank you for listening to my to my voicemail i appreciate it uh keep up the good work y'all bye Well, thank you very much for the voicemail. I'm sorry we didn't catch your name if you said it, uh, but thank you very much. Yeah, you know, Egypt has been like a theme that people have been clamoring for for a while. There's a lot of interesting mm-hmm. things you can do. We already know that Pokemon likes 
let's let's just go down the list of of popular um egyptian icon iconography type things like they love cats pokemon company loves a cat pokemon um snakes dogs all sorts uh, of things yeah that's the pyramid know, pokemon we already have one of those we have an aztec pyramid pokemon uh garganical uh yeah we don't sort of. we need a we need a regional one where he's just flat on each side <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome that would be cool this uh a sphinx pokemon yeah yeah technically just another cat but with a human yeah, face <laughs> and a sense of humor right isn't that the case um and oh think of the bird pokemon you could do oh my too. god as oh, long I as they don't love... mess it up and put their egyptian theme in like south america like niantic did yeah put sigilith in egypt instead of south weird. america weird one weird 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 one yeah no it'd be cool to see what they would do for like you know the legendary pokemon too because they could make a set of four or five that are based loosely on egyptian gods right that would be interesting i would love it what a good idea thank you very much for the voicemail we appreciate it um, and we've got a smattering of of emails as well. A couple of these are from last week where we ran out of time. So if they, if they seem off topic, it's because you need to change your mindset. Uh, <laughs> well, this first one is from Mad Vaso. And they said, hi, Kyle. Hi, Chris. Always Kyle first. I like that. Regular listener of the podcast and Pokemon Go trainer level 49 here. You're so close. You're so close. <laughs> Writing to you a few minutes after Pokemon Go announced on their Facebook page the event Anime Fest that will take place in uh, Brno, Czech yeah. Republic. Thank you. From May 5th to May 7th. Uh, Brno is the town I live in. I cannot believe Pokemon Go is organizing an event in the place I live. I, mean, I didn't hear anything about this event. It must just be like a local thing, huh? Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Normally, I would be very happy and excited to attend, but I cannot attend because on those exact dates... I'll be traveling to Italy with my boyfriend. Flights are non-refundable. I am heartbroken. I never thought I would be sad going to Italy. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe in a parallel universe, another me did plan, uh, did not plan a trip to Italy and is buying tickets to the anime fest this very moment. Will you make the trip from the USA and attend the event? Uh, No, we will. We will not. Kyle, unless you had a secret plan, you didn't tell me. No, not for this. Got to reserve it for the super major ones. That's right. Finances are, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. a thing. (laughs) Uh, Will you buy the new Pokemon Go Plus auto catcher? It is so great that on the last episode of your podcast, you were just talking about the Pokeball Plus being out of production. (laughs) Yeah. What timing? And and yeah, Kyle and I are squared away. Um, Yeah, we're definitely getting the the Go Plus Plus. Yep. We've we've got our pre-orders and we're all set. Sorry for the long email. Shadow shiny vibes to all. See, now that's funny because that is great time with information you didn't have when you wrote that too. So perfect. (laughs) Mad, sorry, best regards, Mad Vaso. Awesome. Yeah. um, I completely understand maybe some of the the cognitive dissonance you have about like being sad that you're going to Italy, but you're also like, I'm going to Italy. That's so cool. Um, <laughs> I would feel the same way if I was missing out on a Pokemon event for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, hope that you have a great time all the same. You and the boyfriend have a great trip. Be safe. Make a lot of memories. Pokemon will be there when you come back. Yep. Always. Thanks for the Pokemon e- will yep. always be here. <laughs> it just, it never goes away. <laughs> uh, but thank you again for email. Appreciate it. 
Next email is from Lousy Fang, and they said, Greetings, GoCast hosts and community. My wife and I downloaded Pokemon Go for the first time in January to play with our eight-year-old son, and now we're obsessed. I can't believe that I'm so late to the party, but I'm super excited to be part of the community now. Special research, sending and receiving gifts, PvP, shiny hunting, hatching eggs, community day, raids. There is not one thing about the game that I don't find fun and engaging. My dogs get longer and longer walks every day, and they're only a little annoyed when we have to stop to defeat a gym or catch a new Pokemon. (laughs) I have explored more of my city in the last eight weeks than I have in years. I can't be the only one who spends what some might consider an unhealthy amount of time thinking about reading, learning, and playing the game, right? No, you have at least... You're in in correct company. Yeah, I was about to say, you have at least two (laughs) co-conspirators. The only thing that's kind of a bummer is that I haven't been able to participate in raids greater than one-star difficulty because my area isn't super active, apparently. I don't have social media accounts, so I'm not really sure how to connect with other trainers or learn more about how to defeat some of the biggest, baddest Pokemon. Do you have any suggestions or are there previous episodes that you can recommend that might help me improve this part of my gameplay? Thank you for your time and effort in creating such a fun, informative podcast. Your work is inspiring and very appreciative. Shiny vibes all around. Lousy thing. Well, uh, a couple of suggestions. The first one is that most three-star raids can be soloed. I believe the only exception, except special circumstances, is Shuckle. Don't try and solo Shuckle. Mm-hmm. You'll have a bad time. Um, for the most part, as long as you have adequate type counters and, like, let's say level 30 Pokemon, a three-star raid shouldn't be too difficult. So those would require minor research on whatever raid you want to do. As for five-star raids, the best suggestion is there are community apps that you can find online that help connect people for remote raiding. Uh, If you are a part of our Discord, we also do that, but a lot of other communities do take part in that, and they use uh, other apps aside from Discord as well. Uh, your town, I know you don't have social media. They may have a Facebook group. They may, if you really enjoy the game, just have to suck it up and take part in Facebook. Uh, any other suggestions, Chris? I think that's pretty much it. You know, there's, there's something to be said. First of all, by the way, thank you for all the, all the nice things you said about the show. We, we really appreciate it. Um, but you know, there is something to be said about strategies for like trying to naturally meet other people if you know that there's like a downtown area or a nearby area that's still in your town uh, that's good for community days going out there and then just trying to scope out other players especially if they're like under a gym that's got a raid going like that's how kyle and i run into people when we were you know doing just regular community days uh that being said though it sounds like it's not just you and your account. It sounds like it's also your wife and potentially your eight-year-old son. If I'm, I'm assuming that both of them stuck with it and still play, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, three three people is more than enough to take down more, uh, most, if not all, three-star raids, including Shuckle. Well, it still could be a challenge. And some rare occasions for five-star raids, you can get away with three people. Although you will probably have to be pretty high level. Um, or have high level Pokemon in order to do so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, 
you're you're in a better spot than most. It's just it's really difficult to suggest avenues to discover other people without going through social media. This is yeah. unique. Yeah. I think I think the best suggestion is find a healthy park, a park that seems like it would be beneficial to spend a lot of time at and go there on a community day. And if there are Pokemon Go players, they will be there. And mm-hmm. you will be able to tell that they're there. So yes. If you can't tell, they're probably not there because they once you know what to look for, they stick out like a sore thumb. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. I think the only other piece of advice would be if you are going to leverage an egg uh, hatching for a raid uh, to try to meet people, be there as soon as it hatches. Yep. That's your yeah. best chance. Even if you don't know anybody who's there, most people go into the raid within the first two minutes. Unless you're coordinating otherwise. So hopefully those uh, piece of advice will help you a little bit and get y'all connected with some people in your area. But thanks for the email. This next one's from Justice. Hey, it's Justice. You probably don't remember me. Oh, we do. Yeah. But I used to listen and send mail a long time ago. Just wanted to let y'all know I still listen to the podcast all the time, but never sent in any mail. But I'm going to because of something you said in the last episode with it super effective. I, uh, it was y'all talking about kids playing go I'm 13 and have a lot of input on this. Um, by the way, Kyle, for your edification, for anybody else that didn't listen to it, um, it was basically that this game is geared for adults and Mm -hmm. like live events like Vegas are very clearly for adults. Um, I find that I'm constantly being run for my money by older players with money and cars in my community. An example is I love, like absolutely love taking over gyms. And it's kind of unfair when people will take over six to 14 gyms in a car while I'm just trying to get one because they don't have any money to spend on the game. They also take over gyms in the middle of the night while I'm getting sleep, which is frustrating. Same thing in school. Um, I also can't do any in-person events, which I don't want to complain about because I completely understand it is because I live in a small town in Canada. That's all I have to say. Uh, are you excited for the community day? I know I am. I absolutely love slow pokes. My favorite, it's my, sorry, my second favorite Pokemon um, and apologies for the long email and thanks for making the podcast. Okay. So yes, I, I feel like this is more of a fault of the gym system. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, yeah, I don't know. It's the gym system definitely has its faults and, when someone is able to go from gym to gym to knock everything out, it, it feels worse. And they, I don't know, the gyms definitely could use a, a revamp yeah. for sure. Yeah. So I don't really know how they could change a few of these things in order to make it so that you're not missing out on stuff. I mean, what what is cool is that raids do stop at a certain point. So they don't run all night. So that is a, a shared limitation for everybody, even if you are playing at 2 a.m., which a lot of people actually do. And uh Yeah. This is just a, just a thought. What if you you still got your coins for defending a gym for a certain amount of time and you still have your 50 coin maximum? There's no change in that. You got coins for flipping a gym. Oh, like so if you flip it. Yeah, you flip a gym, you get five coins. Yeah. If somebody wants to, even if they're in a bad area, they can go and flip 10 gyms. And get their coins for the day, even though their Pokemon might not stay for the night. I think that is a brilliant solution. Yeah, it's just, it's just an that idea works. of something that can help some players, especially players who might be in a 
a difficult position the instinct and it's all valor or something valor and it's all mystic stuff like yeah that. i mean because think about it the only other the only other benefit about staying in the gym is for the metal right for hours yeah. defended and, and that, that could be, be its still, own issue. yeah it could still be its own meta game you're not, you don't need to it's not holding you back from anything really like i think that's right i think that's a that's a good solution you hey you should tell niantic <laughs> <laughs> you you should do that. Like, nah, maybe I will. Idea. You know, Niantic never listens. Maybe they'll be like, uh, "What what are gyms?" <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, that's the place we put elite raids every once in a while, right? It's <laughs> one of those. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm sorry to hear about your woes, Justice, but I, I hope it gets a little bit easier for you. My only real piece of advice is going to be, don't worry about the stuff that you can't control, and just try to plan around what you can affect. It does stink for now, but thankfully. You won't be 13 forever. And I have a feeling this game will still be around when you're old enough to enjoy the benefits of having a car. Yeah. And a little bit of uh, disposable income, let's say. But thanks for writing in. Great to hear from you. Next email is from Walter. And they said, hello, Chris and Kyle. Kyle, I hope you're feeling better. I am better, but it's uh, the cough is lingering. Thank you. I did a Reggie Drago raid on the 11th. I'm in the Americas, by the way, and I was experiencing some of the difficulties you guys were talking about. I only raided it because I thought I could get legendary Pokemon and other rare spawns, but I didn't get a single spawn when I finished. I didn't see a timed research either. The raid itself was fine. I did it with six other people. I didn't know and we won easily. As for the shiny slowpokes, the only good shiny in the normal family is the last evolution. And the only good shiny in the Galarian family is the first Pokemon. Yep. See, this is this is fair. I, I yep. agree with these. Mm-hmm. I don't know their names. They're not meta relevant. After my own heart. Very relatable. For the Pokepole, I still don't have good raid attackers. So I usually use Pokemon that aren't as good, but they're the best I've got. I use the Evolutions, low CP Pokemon, and just generally the highest CP attackers I have with the right types of moves. Except dragons. Dragon Knight Community Day and Mega Salamence gave me a collection of solid boost. I haven't sent an email in a minute, so this is pretty long. Sorry for the long email. Cheers. Is that a new thing? Also, ripe avocado. I got a shiny Tapu Lele first raid to congrats. Wow. Okay, nice. Jeez. Nice. Um, also, for raids and raid attackers, the evolutions are all okay. Like, Jolteon is probably the worst of the set in terms of its typing, and they all are still functional raid attackers. They're not top of the charts, but that's okay. They need to make Pin Missile good in this game, man. Oh my god. Why? <laughs> Just because I like seeing bug moves on Jolteon, it brings me joy. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, By the way, cheers is absolutely a great send off for emails and stuff. It's more casual, but it's also good enough that if you have a strong personality, you can pull it off in a professional setting. I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, Reggie Drago, there was actually not supposed to be any spawns. You didn't miss out on any, but the research didn't trigger for you like it didn't trigger for me, it sounds like. So you did miss out on that. So don't only sleep over the spawns. They weren't supposed to happen. Um, But yeah. That research, you know, it's it's okay. We we missed out on ten candy for each of the Reggie trio and like twenty thousand experience. So it, it, yeah, we'll be okay. It's, it's I mean, 
it just should have happened. That's all. <laughs> it just should have worked. Yes, yeah. I agree. <laughs> but thank you very much for the email, Walter. This next one is from Pokemon715. Hello, Chris and Kyle. Pokemon715 here. I've been listening to you guys since episode 210, but this is my first time writing in. I'm level 36, and I've been playing Go since July. I love listening to the podcast when I'm doing chores around the house, or even when I'm playing Go, or whenever I feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to answer this week's Pokepole of which Pokemon you insist in bringing to raids or PvP, I would have to say my shiny 98% Dialga. It was my very first hey. raid shiny. Excellent catch. So it has a special place in my heart, and I just love how it looks. I also generally, oh, sorry, it also generally does pretty well in raids, too, so that's a plus. Now for a few questions. Oh, here we go. As I'm a newer player and I don't get to spend too much on the game, what do you think is more vital in maxing out, the Pokemon storage or item storage? I tend to buy the Pokemon storage more because it is hard for me to transfer some Pokemon because I've grown an attachment to them. Okay, so let's take that question because there's another one after. Let's, let's take that first. So if you're new and you don't have them maxed out because you're crazy like we are, <laughs> yeah. which would you suggest a player maxes out or invests in first over storage of Pokemon or items? I think it's heavily factored on what your play area looks like. If you do have so select parks that have good stop density, I think Pokemon storage is more important because you can – more quickly stock up on your items but if stops are few and far between i would probably prefer item storage because then you can open more gifts and gather stuff when you're not constantly playing yeah i would agree actually yeah so in the situation where you're in a rural area and you don't have any stops by you but you like go to school and there's some stops nearby or you go into town or work or whatever you know might be the case for anybody and then you get to stock up during the day. And then, you know, you bring it back and you can catch some spawns on your walk around your neighborhood, which, again, doesn't have any stops, but has spawns. Like, I, I think that's that's right. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, next and last question is, how did you find a community to play with? Ah, the same question again. <laughs> did you find them on Discord, Facebook, or just in person? There's a lot of players in my area, but I can never seem to find them when I'm out playing. Thanks for reading. Love the pod and train on. Shiny vibes all. Pokemon 715. Okay, so this is a little bit different because it doesn't rule out social media. Uh, so I think all of our advice uh, applies to this question in this form too, except with the addition of Google Discord and your town name and Google Facebook and your town name. Yeah, and Pokemon you'd be Go. surprised. You'd be so surprised how fast you find stuff like that. Yeah, you can find a Discord or a Facebook group if they're even remotely active going that way. But other than that, I mean, like, really, again, timing in around when a when a new raid pops, just pops, elite raids, you know, other things where, you know, people have to be there to do or have a good chance of being there to do. That's when you got to put the phone down for a second and look around. Who's who's drawn circles on their phones? <laughs> who's got a cord that's leading to their back pocket? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, so for, for me, it's kind of funny because. I found my community through Chris because Chris found his, the community through other people he met. Yeah. We happened to be in the same like area code when we first started playing and recording the show. So he was able to invite me to that discord and I was just in a different region. So yep. it's, uh, it's kind of who, you know, unfortunately 
mm-hmm. and community days help a lot. They really do. They really, really do. Uh, and yeah, the it was interesting because like the people that run the discords in our area like knew each other. And so like I was in one for, for the area of where I grew up, which was not where I was living, which was by Kyle at that time, kind of. And yeah, and they were just like, oh, you know, you play over, you work over here. You should join this discord. I'm like, Kyle, this is just, this is the one. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, hey, that, hey, look, that map has my, has my house in the circle. It's I can right there. definitely, yeah, wow. look at that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But thank you very much for the email uh, and for the questions, Pokemon. Appreciate it. Our last email is from Kelvin and they said, hey guys, how's it going? Hope you both had the best week. It's been great hearing you on loads of different podcasts recently. It kind of feels like you're setting up some kind of Infinity War slash Endgame. But who is the Thanos of the podcasting world? Adam from Lured Up? No. no it's, it's definitely just Niantic. Just <laughs> yeah. Niantic is in the background, but never actually interacts with <laughs> With one snap, just cut the amount of, of raid passes that people use in a day by half. <laughs> yeah. I heard Chris is enjoying Elden Ring at the moment. I didn't know that was a game you could enjoy. I spent like five hours on the third boss battle and haven't touched it since. Well done to you for persevering. I'm I wonder on... what the third boss battle that you fought was. Yeah, it I, been I also did enjoy Elden Ring. It was just last year. Well, okay. So are we considering the grafted scion in the original starting area, the first boss or not? Is like the tree sentinel the second boss? Because like, see, that's the question. See, that's how, I don't how, know. You, how do you factor it? In my opinion, Margit is the first boss. Yeah. It might not be the first boss you see, but it's the first boss. Yes, I would agree. I would agree. Lovely fact, tarnished tree sentinel <laughs> has killed uh sixty percent as many people as yeah. Melania has. I'm sure I you saw, saw that infographic. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone else is like, what are you saying? So I'm sorry, we'll move on to Pokemon Go. <laughs> you can summarize it really quickly. The people that make that game, that game is known for being very difficult and has bosses that knock players out. Like it's just hard, right? And so they have like like stacked bosses in particular places for narrative stuff. And they have bosses in the overworld that you can challenge if you feel up to the task, but you can largely avoid them. The first optional boss that you walk out the door to and you see has has knocked out more players than like every other boss except for like one or two. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. it's like a level 40 boss and the player walks out of the beginning cave at like it's a gut check. It's it's awesome. Yeah, it's funny. All right, Mm -hmm. we're going to move on. Sorry. (laughs) But yes, good game. I'm really struggling with the Jirachi research. I've been level 50 for a while and now embarrassing. How embarrassing would it be to admit I only have six of the 10 best buddies I need for it? Oh, not not that embarrassing at all, actually. Well, honestly, I would not be surprised if most people told me I don't have the 10 best buddies. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm sure. And at least it's not the time gating holding me up. How are you guys doing with it? I still need to catch the Johto Pokemon. (laughs) <laughs> and i'm busy failing the the best buddy or the buddy heart thing so i'm working and on i will still. i will probably be on four out of ten best buddies by the time i get to that step so it's that one's going to be a big problem for me hey you know you can do more than one at once right yeah i know and i over my dead body <laughs> i know it's something you can do i will never enjoy that hey, it doesn't hey. sound 
fun. Take some solace in the fact that even if it is over your dead body, you could still work on your buddy friendship with your Gengars. <laughs> no, I need more. I only I need more Hundos. Okay. I need a Shundo still. One day, maybe. The hunt day. goes on. Yeah. Finally, I've just had a look and I only need to raid with Chris 45 more times to be best friends. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how we've come this far with friendship. It's like that guy doesn't even know what a gift is. Am I right? That's right. Hang on. Uh, well, I'm going to keep reading, but I'm opening my game to check our friendship, Kelvin. <laughs> I'm joking. He's opened at least three, I'm sure. Yeah, maybe. I do not apologize for the length of this email, and I will not apologize going forward. I encourage other brave individuals to follow the Thou Shalt Not Apologize movement. Have a good one. Kels drinks custard. Resident average player recovered apologizer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, hour. oh Litton! oh man we've only got 15 minutes left well yo me and calvin are best friends let's go oh my gosh <laughs> oh man yes that so, might be one of the only people in our discord that i am best friends with that you aren't <laughs> in our local discord we started doing golden lure parties so i i hopped back in i had left just because i didn't do a whole lot with local community for a while and um I hopped back in and someone's like, oh, hey, like, I recognize you. Thanks for putting all the lures up in the graveyards and stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, hilarious to be recognized by name for that particular reason. Very funny. But I was like, you got it. Bet. (laughs) But um, a a local player that I'm friends with was like, yep, just make sure you don't add him. He's a bad friend. And I had nothing to say to that. (laughs) You're like, like, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I send you raids. Or I'll join your raids if you need help. Yeah. That's a good friend, right? Yeah, yeah. Back people up. It's not, my love language is not gift giving. It's it's uh, it's quality time, and that's spent in raids. At least two whole minutes in that lobby together. <laughs> yeah, and thirty seconds of raiding. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but thanks for the email, Kelvin. I, I would encourage anybody to send an email about Elden Ring because it's my fixation. Right now, so it's happy to see it um but yeah cool that was emails if you dear listener have an email that you'd like to send it just like these fine folks did you can by sending it to mail at gocastpodcast.com we've also got a voicemail line you heard some other uh great people sending voicemails too so you can do that join the choir of voice messages by calling into 262-586-7717 you can also visit our website for all things GoCast at GoCastPodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at GoCastPodcast. Support us on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash GoCastPodcast. We can help support the show monetarily uh, for basically any price that you choose. There's a couple of suggestions and tiers and stuff. But if you're like, how about a quarter? You could do a quarter if you wanted to. Pretty sure. Um <laughs> But the, you know, the first tiers were dollars, so it's not it's not, not too, too bad. Um, but we're also on YouTube. If you'd like to see our video shows, you can on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash GoCast podcast. We also have a Twitch account, which once I figure out why OBS keeps crashing on me, uh, I will be back to streaming the Scarlet playthrough. Thank you for your patience on that. But uh, shout out to our elite trainer tier patrons. Thank you so much too. Bo, Daniel, Lori, Michael, Ozzy, Ted, Tish, Marvin, Amini, Sports, Thayer, Jason, Justin, Charles, Modders, Lee, William, Brandon, Ethan, Steven, Nick, Kelvin, our favorite listener, Drew, to Camo. And I don't think I said it, but Hisui and Ryan also for Sports. <laughs> Thank you so much 
for your generous uh, support of the show and for helping us keep the digital lights on. But if monetary support is in the cards for you or you'd like to do uh, some other way of supporting, in addition to that, you can by leaving a review, which helps us out immensely. Please, please, please. If you have a moment, leave us a review on the Spotify mobile app or anywhere else that you're listening. Apple Podcasts, except for Google Podcasts, because they're still working on that. And we'll keep harping on it every week until it happens. <laughs> but please, it means a lot to us. It, it takes uh, just a little bit of time from you. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Uh, we got one more thing to do. We're going to be setting some goals. The Let's Go events and Rocket Takeover is uh, between us and recording next week. So we should take that into account. Uh, Kyle, why don't you go first? All right. So ongoing mega progress and buddy progress. I have to keep that going. Otherwise, I'm going to fail. Uh, and then I've got to clean out my inventory. I'm at like 59.50 out of 61.50. So I'm. I'm real up there. Nice. I want to clean it down to 4K. <laughs> oh, wow. <And> whoa. Whoa. <laughs> that's not that much. That's a lot, man. Nah, I got at least like, you know, 500 slowpoke. So, you know, there's that. Oh. Well, but n- that's, not, good- that's not that much. We, we've been over this. In what world do you need 4,000 Pokemon? My world. Okay. <laughs> it's just it. That's just it. <laughs> uh,. And I need to restock my bag, restock my inventory. I am out of Ultra Balls and almost out of Great Balls right now. And I only have like 800 Pokeballs. Okay. So uh, that's probably going to involve like opening a lot of gifts versus spending a ton of stops. So we're going to see about that. All right. Well, good luck. Good, good luck, especially for that 4K inventory. I know you said it's no big deal, but that's <sighs> it's just no a lot. Deal. It's going to be fine. It's a lot. Well, anyway. I would like to get to Mega 3 or technically Primal 3 for Groudon, uh, and that will happen in three days. I would like to not mess up my masterwork research, continue <laughs> to do that, and I would like at least one Shadow Shiny Pokemon. It could be a repeat of okay. ones I already have, but at least okay. one. And then lastly, 1 million experience. I'm very close to 200 million, um, and so I'd like to either reach that this week or the week after. Very, very close. Like, I think I'm like 3 million away or something like that. So Okay. All right. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Thank you so much for listening all the way through, dear listener. We really appreciate it and appreciate you. Uh, if you didn't hear it, we were on the Incense podcast on their episode this past week. So go take a listen to them. Um, we did retweet and all that good stuff on Twitter. So if you're looking for a link, you can go there. But I will also do my best to remember to throw it in the show notes for this episode as well. Um, but yeah, that's it. We'll see you next week for episode 230. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.